3: Julie, good morning again. What does it look like today now with just hours to go before that deadline?
4: Well, Willie, you're right. The numbers are rising and they are going to get higher. But right now, you wouldn't know it from where I'm standing. I'm here outside Sacred Heart Church in downtown El Paso, where usually we've seen hundreds of migrants camping out. In fact, there were more here yesterday when I was speaking to you. But you can see now a lot of this sidewalk has been cleared. We understand that overnight, migrant immigration authorities came through here and moved a lot of these migrants out. They had made sure that they were processed at facilities. A lot of them had come through and hadn't been processed or accounted for. But what happens after that is they start releasing them. So some of those migrants may be coming back here today. That was something that happened yesterday. A lot of the shelters were cleared out and then said the very same people were coming back to them after they'd been processed. But it's part of a strategy here to try to clear more space, get more people through the system before that expected surge. Because at 1059 here tonight, Title 42 will lift, meaning that anyone who crosses the border can claim asylum, still... The rules are higher. They've raised the bar. If they pass through a country on their way here where they could have claimed asylum like Mexico and they didn't, they'd be deemed ineligible. They will be rapidly expedited for removal and deportation. But the processing will take longer. And that's where that's what has Border Patrol concerned. I talked to the Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz yesterday who said if the numbers get to 13 or 14,000, they're worried they won't have the detention space and the capacity to move migrants around to try to ease up that tension. In fact, we reported yesterday about a Border Patrol plan to start releasing migrants if they get pushed too far over capacity. They're already over capacity now, but start releasing migrants without court dates and without alternatives to detention, which is a way of tracking migrants as they move around this country. On the other hand, they're also doing some measures to try to stop the numbers from getting too high. They've sent troops down to the border. They're actually putting families now on a detention program, a geolocating program that would tell them where the head of the household is as they move around the country, putting families who cross on a curfew. That's something we haven't heard of before. Um, I mentioned those troops they've moved out of the border. They're also trying to expand an app so that people can apply legally for appointments to come here and build processing centers in other countries so that people can apply where they live rather than making that dangerous journey to the border. It's all part of a comprehensive strategy to try to make it easier to apply for legal pathways where these migrants are from and keeping them from ending up here on the streets of El Paso and other border towns.
0: It's Thursday, 11 May in the year of our Lord, 2023. We wanted to start in New Hampshire and go through this uh, historic uh, event last night, uh, but there is work in front of us today, and quite frankly, this was the issue of on which Donald Trump uh, rose to the presidency in 2015 and 16. I have Attorney General Ken Paxton on. uh, Attorney General Paxton, we could have played so much more violence and things are happening on the southern border. And right there, uh, NBC News is telling you with all the lies and the spin that this illegitimate regime in Washington is just processing these people through, barely processing them and just send them into the heart of the country, not just throughout the great state of Texas, but in the heart of America. Can you give us an update, sir?:
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that they've planned this. They've, they've been doing this for two years. they've been dismantling our immigration law, and they, not just ignoring it, but doing the opposite of what Congress directed the administration to do, and this is eliminate pretty much all of our immigration laws, and just let, just tell the cartels, bring as many people as, as you can, and we'll you know we'll take care of it. That's the message.
0: So we have two ways to fight this. one is obviously the, through legal channels. I'd like you to walk through what Texas is doing, and then other is just operational because I think everybody now is focused on the great on the Lone Star state that's just being overwhelmed from uh, from uh, Beeville, you know all the way to uh, El Paso, the Rio Grande yeah. Valley, South Texas, everywhere in between so So walk us through what what are you doing to fight this? With your powers of attorney general, and then what is the gu- then I want to, uh, on the operational side? What else is there to do to repel this invasion, sir? Yeah,
2: so the legislature gives me lawyers, so that's where I get to fight. I don't, I don't have, I don't have, uh, have a few police officers, but not many. So we've been, we have sixteen border lawsuits related to immigration, and the the one that I think is key. I mean, obviously, we have one on the wall trying to force them to spend money that was appropriated by Congress to build the wall, and they refused to do it. So we're in court over that. The main thing that they're using is the Remain in Mexico, Eliminating the Remain in Mexico, which is this asylum program where people walk up and say the magic word, asylum, and then the Biden administration has adopted the approach. Instead of detaining them or sending them back to the country that they came from, uh, they just process them or let them go or they transport them around the country. That's a violation of federal law, and that's the main way that they're getting around our immigration laws so that's our that's our main battle right now. is Can we get the courts to enforce what Congress
0: has passed? Well, where, where do you where do you stand in that? Can you give our audience like what's the process? Where do you stand? Because here's why people understand, particularly on this show, we've had you know, reporters from Real America's Voice in, in, in the Darien Gap for two and a half years. You know, CNN's just found it. We've had it all the way up with these uh, with these uh, caravans. We've done reporting on the cartel. Heck, I built the wall, a mile of the wall in El Paso that goes up that mountain, and the three miles that's really on the Rio Grande River, not inland, but on the Rio Grande River. So this audience is very speed, but it, 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 part of this is to show the powerlessness of the good guys. And so where do you stand with those suits, and, and what probability do you think that, 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 that the court action is going to, is going to alleviate this?
2: I think there's, I mean, I think our best shot is the one I talked about, the Remain in Mexico, because that is the primary way they're getting around the the immigration law. The reality is we have a president that is trying to increase illegal immigration. There's no doubt about it. It's still going to happen no matter what lawsuits we win. They're going to keep trying to find ways around what we're doing. And, of course, we have this very bad decision that Justice Kennedy and Justice Roberts joined in that was uh, Obama versus it was U.S. versus Arizona, where the where the Fed, Supreme Court said that states cannot pass their own immigration laws that conflict with federal law. So therefore, under that scenario, the feds can pass laws, then not enforce them, and then sue us for enforcing laws that they're not enforcing. So that's another law I'd love to see us challenge. And I, right now we've got we've got something going through the legislature. I don't know whether they're going to pass it. Senate's already passed it. I don't know if the House will pass it. If they do, it gives us a good chance of, of fighting uh, of that because we're putting in place things that I think will get sued over, which is exactly what I want.
0: Um, Governor Abbott's gone on TV and Fox the last couple of days saying he's got this strike force he sent down. We have seen some footage. We're going to have Todd Bensman on here in a second. We have seen some footage of, of Texas, looks like DPS, telling people they can't come out of the river and they got to go back. But Ken Cuccinelli uh, is who's been involved, you know, basically at the state level. You know that, saying that there's that it, that's all phony. That's not really happening. Can you tell our audience what exactly is the state of Texas? Let's leave the federal government out. We know that they're exa- have planned this are exacerbating it and want it to happen. But the great state of Texas, the the really the backbone of the conservative movement in this nation. What are the officials and what are you advising Abbott that he can do? And even if, you know, you guys got to get locked up, what do you think should be done, sir?
2: Look, I, th- I, think, we, I think what he's doing right now is exactly right. He's, he's, I think, my understanding, I'm not there today, but sending people back that are crossing the border illegally. The main problem we have, though, is most people come, cartels know they can bring most people to the border agents. When that happens, we can't, there's nowhere for us to intercede. We're dealing with people that are not going to the border agents and trying to stop them from coming in, or arresting them for violating our laws. But when most of the people are being, the cartels know exactly what to do because the Biden administration has told them, just bring them to us. And that is very difficult for us to intercede with, because then we'd have to have a conflict with Border Patrol, who unfortunately are being told not to do their jobs. They're being told to process these people as opposed to, you know, keeping them out.
0: Is there? It, it, can Texas officials actually intercede and let the federal government take you to court and at least let's get this into a court somewhere and argue this out so the American people can see what the federal government's actually arguing? They're stopping the states from protecting their own citizens. Because right now, you just saw on the MSNBC, they're just letting these people – this is not asylum. These people don't have the eligibility for asylum, and then they're just letting them go in the street. It's totally lawless. Can you step up? Intercede and let the federal government take Abbott. Let them take Paxton. Let them take you guys to court, and let's get into a court and argue that, so the whole nation can see the phoniness of this, sir.
2: Look, I, I would love that. The, the challenge again is what they're doing with border patrol. If the cartels directly bring them to border patrol, and then border patrol transports them, that's a that's hard to intercede. I think the place that we can intercede is where that's not happening in the in the lower percentage of cases. There's still plenty of people that we can stop. We can turn around. We can we can challenge the federal government on what they're doing. I'm absolutely all for it. I'd love to defend that.
0: How do you think the next couple of days, in your mind, how's the next couple of days play out?
2: Look, I mean, they, they, everybody knows that, that this uh, thing is going away, Title 42. They've done it for a long time. They, the cartels have been planning for it, and they're going to try to get as many people across the border as fast as they can because they make A lot of money every time they transport someone, and in addition, as Border Patrol becomes more busy and their resources are overrun, it allows the cartels to transport more drugs and other bad things across the border because there's no one there stopping it.
0: Do you have a, a Tiger team? Do you have – and I understand you have limited resources, but do you have a Tiger team that's focused on the cartels and the ability to to cut off their bank accounts, to start to roll them up and start to have mass arrests of not just cartel members? I would an open it's an open – it's, 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 it's an open secret. It's an open secret. They're working with members of law enforcement in certain parts of the, uh, of the Rio Grande Valley. There are people on the cartel's payroll. Is it time now to drop the hammer on the cartel? If, the, if you can't take the federal government on as hard as you want to – can you take the paramilitary terrorist organizations that that are the cartels?
2: Absolutely, would love to do that. We don't uh, in, in Texas. Unfortunately, our state law doesn't allow me to do any type of criminal work. Uh, you still do uh, election fraud. That's a whole other topic that you and I have talked about before. That I'm trying yep. to fight to get that back. Remember but yeah. the reality is right now uh, there's no authority for me. It's got to be the district attorneys, and they typically. Haven't been very strong in Texas in dealing with this issue or many many other issues. That's why I'm right now fighting to get authority to do things like human trafficking and and election fraud and other things. Whether I get that, we'll find out in the next couple of weeks when the legislature makes the final determination.
0: General Paxson, what's your social media? How do people keep up with this?
2: Uh, at Ken Paxton TX and KenPaxton.com.
0: Uh, we got a lot more to talk about on on your suits against uh, Big Pharma, and there are many other things going down in the Texas legislature. We'd love to have you back on. We know you're jammed for the next couple of days, but appreciate you carving time out for the war room, sir.
2: Absolutely, and uh, you know, look, it's, it's, this is like the issue of the day. It's, it's going to affect not just Texas, but the entire country. It's coming to your it's coming to your your hometown soon.
0: Uh, Attorney General Paxson, thank you. Very wise. Thank you. Words of wisdom. Thank you, sir. I, I think that this is the, the reason, this invasion of our country is the reason that um, you saw Donald Trump, and that was a command performance last night. That was a command performance, and you heard the great questions from the audience. Okay, we're going to have to juggle a lot today. Um, I want to spend a lot of time on what's, what happened last night and the meaning of it and your role in it. But we got so much going on. We got an invasion of the southern border that officially begins today. Unofficially, has been going obviously for a long time. Uh, we've got the debt ceiling negotiations. Uh, we have this huge, massive dead, investigation the of the Biden family. Uh, we got it all today, and we're going to we're gonna get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it all. all Bear with us. We're going to come back. I don't know if we we're going to go to the border with Todd Bensman. We try to track him down. If we can't, we're going to come back and start to go through and deconstruct this command performance by Donald J. Trump and the deplorables of New Hampshire, the Grand State, next in the world. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago, and I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401K maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again Bannon to 989898. Remember, the best part, is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today, take action. Stephen K. Band.
5: This is not a good thing if they're talking about Trump. We lose elections and we've lost election after election after election. So last night, is as much of a just a train wreck as last night was, uh They've they've got to be celebrating in the Biden White House this morning because McLaughlin's right. If people are seeing Trump, if they're seeing the worst side of Trump, if they're seeing him in prime time, that ends up in the general election, at least helping Joe Biden, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it absolutely plays into the strategy that Biden people have, right? Because as you say, Biden is not doing well. John Lemire rightly said, you know, he has all of these issues that, uh, that we see in the polls with voters and so forth. If the question is, do you want Joe Biden to be president for another four years? The answer for many Americans is no. But what the Biden people want to do is say, that's not the question. Remember, the president says this all the time. Don't compare me to the almighty. Compare me to the alternative. That's what he wants to do for 2024. And the alternative is Donald Trump. A rematch of 2020 and the playbook, as John said, uh, is, is, is there to be seen. You know, they want this to be a choice. They want people to see what a Trump return to the White House would mean. And I think what we saw last night was not just, you know, all the different ways Trump, uh, is challenging, you know, truth and norms and, and, and telegraphing what he would do in a second term. I think he's reminding us that he, in a second term, would have a whole lot more latitude and freedom to do these things, because he wouldn't have to be worrying about another election. He certainly wouldn't be worrying about impeachment. He would be in office with a different coterie of people who would not be trying to steer or resist his more outrageous or outlandish ideas the way he did early on in his first term. He would be a much more uh, uh, you know, unleashed version of himself, as you saw last night. And what that unleashed version is somebody who would, in fact, uh, you know, uh, not Uh, back up the Ukrainians the same way as other Republicans and Democrats have been doing this last year. A a president who would accrue to himself all sorts of power that he asserts are are his to, to wield, even though that's not what the Constitution or the law might say. A president who might return to the family separation policy at the border, as he talked about. All of these different things that he told us last night he would do. He would have a freer hand to do if he wins again. That's what Biden's folks want Americans to understand.
5: No surprises, and yet it was just, it was a disgraceful uh, performance. Yes. Um, I'm I'm constantly telling people not to catastrophize over Trump, (laughs) that he's actually going to lose because he keeps drilling down deeper and deeper into his base. Um, But it is, it is, uh, I, I can't believe I'm 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 going to use catastrophizing language here, uh, but it was it was just it was disgraceful on every level. It showed uh, I, won't, I wouldn't say it's dangerous for democracy because we passed that a long time ago, but it showed the corrosive effects of Trumpism over eight years, and I've got to say. The the most shocking part was an audience who cheered on a president who tried to overturn American democracy. An audience that mocked and ridiculed a woman uh, who a jury of her peers, Donald Trump's peers found, had been sexually assaulted. Those Americans there last night turned that into a punchline. Laughed and dismissed. Cops getting the shit kicked out of them On January the 6th, beaten up over and over again. Calling a cop, a thug, Mm -hmm. who actually was trying to stop people from the house floor from being killed. Um, I could go, I just could go on and on.
0: Okay. Basically saying he would... The, the, the... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I want to see the meltdown. We could put up hours of their meltdown last night, and this was a command performance uh, under pressure, remember. And I ranked this just below the St. Louis debate in 2016 on Billy Bush weekend when the whole world had abandoned Donald Trump, except for you, this audience, obviously, MAGA, as I told uh, the then-candidate. And actually, the president and I talked about that the other day when everybody in the inner circle, Reince and all these guys, Christie, all these guys recommended he drop out on that Saturday morning. Uh, And he he reminded me, I was the one who said, no, 100 percent, you're going to win this. This is the locker room talk is not what the American people are focused on, just like they're not focused on. This was a command performance. I want to bring in Monica Crowley, but I want to make sure we understand what the command and why they're melting down. They see. Trump ascendant. They see Trump in full command. Uh, they see President Trump with these reflective answers, answers that go across against their ideology. That's where in full meltdown. And he's not boom, debt ceiling, Ukraine, just boom, just go, you know, J6, the election. And I have no problem with the first question being the election. That'll be a question they ask every one of these guys running in the Republican primary. The 2020 election was stolen, full stop, not even a question. But the reason they're really melting down, AOC and Joyce Behar, and you heard this over and over, first thing the people that I know in mainstream media, well, the audience, the Patriots in New Hampshire, the Granite Staters, live free or die. What you saw last night, the discernment, and we've cut, we've actually have a montage of all the questions, eight questions. The discernment, the focus, the sophistication and smartness of the questions. This is why the nation looks to both Iowa and New Hampshire, and historically, even before Iowa came on in the 70s, New Hampshire, to curate, to separate the wheat from the chaff. And you saw it last night, and for the state of New Hampshire... For the MAGA and Republicans of the whole state, you were the stars. And, and that includes a command performance by a president of the United States and a real president. I'm going to turn to Michael one last thing. This is why, just to connect some dots here so you understand how this is rolling, this is why Schwarzman bailed yesterday on DeSantis. Announced He leaked to Bloomberg, I'm out, of DeSantis. DeSantis had his—when you want to be and aspire to be commander-in-chief and president of the United States, you have to walk into a situation and you have to command the room. You have to be able to step into a decision and command it. You have to have a certain presence, what we call the right stuff. The right stuff. And Ron DeSantis was weighed and measured and found wanting— the London trip was a disaster. the whole trip was a disaster, but particularly London, and that's where they've talked to New York, and they're out. Doesn't mean there's not huge money in back of him paying these mercenaries. And the stuff they put up last night is Charlie Kirk and I talked about a total amateur hour, complete amateur hour. But what has freaked the media out is the MAGA is ascendant. Trump was triumphant, MAGA is ascendant. And they understand. We're going to win the primary. We're going to win the general. And Donald John Trump is going to be the 47th president of the United States. And as you saw from that hearing yesterday, that not one mainstream media covered because they don't want to cover. It's not just about Biden. It's the apparatus, the Praetorian Guard protecting them. Monica Crowley you had an amazing piece this morning on Newsweek. Uh, Josh Hammer and the team over there put your piece up right away. Tell us about it.
6: Oh, thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, there it is. You know, I got a uh, email from Batya over at uh, Newsweek op-ed section asking me to knock out this piece. And so I stayed up until midnight writing this. I'm really proud of it. And what it details is exactly what you just laid out the leftist meltdown led by Congresswoman AOC last night on Twitter, but echoed across uh, CNN, that post town hall panel on CNN was just like a funeral procession. And the reason why is I think twofold. Number one, what we saw last night was major 2016 energy. And they realized that Donald Trump could in fact be the next president as well as being a former president. And that drives them absolutely insane, which brings me to my second point. They cannot believe that this man is still standing. They have thrown the kitchen sink at him now for eight years, starting with the Russia hoax, going through his presidency, The two fake impeachments, the rigged 2020 election, January 6th, the classified documents case, the New York indictment, all these other investigations, they cannot fathom that this man is still standing because any other human being would have crumbled long past now. So they can't believe that he is still here. And not just that, that he is the leading Republican candidate for president by far. In fact, I ended my piece by quoting John King. It was on the CNN panel last night, and he was saying that, you know, Donald Trump does, in fact, have a plausible path to winning reelection. Yeah. And it's driving them absolutely mental.
0: Monica, how do people uh, get to you to get this piece? We've got it up everywhere. Where do they go for your podcast? How do they get this piece? How do they follow you on social media?
6: Sure, yes. Well, the piece I just tweeted out, at Monica Crowley, I, when I get off with you, I'm going to post it on True Social, at Monica Crowley as well. Um, and my podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, there it is, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Please check it out. And uh, we're going to be covering this as well as the invasion on our southern border.
0: Monica Crowley, honored. Thank you. Amazing piece. We're going to push it out everywhere. He's back according to Monica Crowley and the American people. Thank you so much. Historic. Trump is a force of nature. And thank God he's doing this again. So many individuals would have just folded up and gone home. Like Cincinnatus, coming, leaving his plow and his farm and coming back to save Rome. So is Donald J. Trump. Next in the war
6: room.
0: In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer, in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion, and one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify? You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com code Steve. Ekpure.com code Steve. Your host, Stephen K. Bath.
5: Thank you for coming, Mr. President. Thank you, Wayne. My, my, pres- my question to you is, will you pardon the January 6 rioters who were convicted of federal offenses? Uh, I am inclined- Mr. President, Aye, uh, so
6: my question is, what do you think about the United States' current debt situation, and how can we move forward?
1: Uh, this is a bit of a pivot, but uh, with gun okay. violence and mass shootings in the news cycle recently, I'm worried that state governments and the federal government are going to act to repress gun rights. Uh, Under your administration, you uh, instructed the Department of Justice and the ATF to ban bump stocks. If elected president again, how would you act not only to defend our Second Amendment rights, but to restore rights that have been taken from us, um, such as, by example, recently the ATF's ruling on the pistol stabilizing braces? Yeah,
4: as you know, the bump... How do you plan to appeal to women voters in New Hampshire who are concerned about the Dobbs decision and how states may change their laws?
1: It's such a great question.
7: current administration has made it clear that we should continue to provide military equipment to Ukraine so that they can defend themselves. Do you support this decision, and how would you deal with the increasing threat posed by Vladimir Putin? Good evening, Mr. President. Title 42 is expected to expire tomorrow. Our southern border and now our northern border are experiencing record migration. We learned on May 2nd that the Biden administration plans on deploying 1,500 troops to the southern border. Do you agree with deploying troops to the border, and how will a Trump administration slow down the rate of migrants coming across all our borders?
1: Sure. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you very much. I'm 26, I'm a veteran. I uh, help manage a private aviation company. you want a job? I'd love one, yeah. I'm looking, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for somebody very good. I, uh, I'm not for mandates or government interference in private business, but right. I've seen Republicans going after us, like DeSantis, after Disney. Right. What would you do as president to protect us from government interference? Well, I'm
5: the one that
0: really wants to protect you. All of okay. these fake investigations. Un- 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 unbelievable. Uh, I want to thank uh, the crack team, Real America's Voice in Denver, that had to do that on the fly, and my own team here. What I wanted to show you, we had done all the questions from the audience and the answers from Trump on policy. And right there, this is a major shout out to the citizens of New Hampshire. And the citizens of New Hampshire should be very proud of the attendees last night. Those questions were sharp. They were focused. And each of them I I think took basically under 30 seconds. A couple went on, but basically under 30 seconds to the point. And I believe outside of maybe something on the debt ceiling, the, those were the only questions of substance last night. They asked about the vital issues of the day and not just the vital issues of the day, but the vital issues that we got to get our hands around as a country in order to make sure that, um, that we save this republic. Donald Trump had a command performance. Donald Trump was a force of nature. Donald Trump put the fear of God into the apparatus. The, support, the, the stars, I think, were the audience. MAGA. And, and what happened and what you did is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, and, and here's the thing. When our staff put that together, all the questions from the audience and Trump's answers we're a total of 12 minutes, roughly, about 12 minutes, about 12. Think about that. And especially an hour and a half, it was cut short. Now, they're saying, oh, we have planned this. I, I said they gave her the mercy rule. You guys have uh, been to enough Little League games or girls softball games when you see that happen, the team so far ahead. I mean, she had a standing eight count earlier in the evening. But all the snarky questions, and quite frankly, we're not there to see a moderator or host debate the president of the United States. So that was embarrassing for her. She was overhead. There was no, obviously, that, and, and the left knew that. They, they went after her in full meltdown. But they pivoted and called MAGA, cult members, that this is members of a cult, these are American citizens. And go back, in fact, we'll clean that up a little bit. I want to play that later. Those questions were exactly on point. And here's what, here's what their fear is. You heard it. Trump is not only not defeated. Trump is not only um, going to kowtow and bend the knee to the apparatus and to what they want. He is uh, more of a firm leader, more of a, a, a force today than in 2015 and 2016 but then he, when he didn't realize the power of the presidency. He didn't realize – he didn't realize he didn't realize what was going. He didn't realize what he had. The um, can we just knock that off over there? Thanks. It, it, I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the middle of a roll. <laughs> we're a little short-staffed here in the war room today, so we're, we're juggling many balls. Um, last night, what the apparatus and you saw afterwards in the in this in this incredible meltdown that they had on the panels the CNN and MSNBC, and then you heard it in all social media. It was literally a total and complete meltdown. Let me go. Do we have Byron Donalds? Can I play Byron Donalds uh, pitch? Just let me know when Byron Donalds. We've got a lot going on here today. We've got a lot of <clears> – <throat> we have a lot. If I'm going to play Byron Donalds, I want to see the great Byron Donalds. Go, this. go ahead and play this, and Byron Donalds laying down the law in CNN right afterwards.
8: First of all, town halls are for the voters, not for the press, not for the person who's the moderator. Caitlin spent more time interjecting her own viewpoints or her own look, views on a situation. Me, those are actually facts. Now, are you, hold on. Are you guys not going to interject your well, views on me or you, do I get a chance <laughs> to speak right, now? If you're speaking okay, falsely, wait a second, wait a, those, those were wait facts. A the town hall is for the president to speak to the voters of New Hampshire, not for this back and forth well, that's with not media. True. That's number that? one. Hold on, that's hold on, that's number one. Number two, with respect to Ukraine, I totally disagree. He did not say he was just going to give over Ukraine the way you intimate, Van. He did not say that. He didn't say he what was, he said, he did what, not say that he would. he Van, Van, what he said was is that he would actually look for a solution to end it quickly. He put 24 hours on it. But let's be very clear: what Joe Biden has done has been a disaster because initially with Ukraine. Ukraine. Joe Biden wanted to give Vladimir Zelensky a, a ride out of Dodge. He wanted to give him a plane ride. And it wasn't until people in Moscow in Ukraine here in the United States said this invasion is wrong, that Joe Biden reversed course. Do you want a victory well, well, in Ukraine? Well, do, do, you, do, you, do you want a victory was, in Ukraine? I'm just trying to respond to everything that's been coming up on the sure, table. Sure. Last thing, let me say this. Um, we spent 20, 22, 23 minutes talking about January 6th. Uh, We could have been talking about a whole lot of other issues instead of doing that for the first half hour or so. But let me be very clear. What was said in this town hall about National Guard troops that were authorized by by Caitlin was wrong. I'm on the oversight committee. I was in two hearings on January 6th. It was testified in oversight that Donald Trump authorized National Guard troops on January 4. He followed up in a call with then acting Death Secretary of Defense on January 5, trying to see where the deployment was on those troops. That is testimony in the Oversight Committee. Everybody testified in Oversight Committee when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House except one organization, and that was the Capitol Police. Did you read this? But Secretary Nancy of Pelosi book? would not allow that. The, I'm telling. Well, I'm telling you what was testified to in the Oversight what, Committee he, right. under oath. Well, let me just correct you, because so what Kalen
1: was saying was what the former Secretary
8: of Defense sure. wrote in his book. He said the president can did not. I, I am telling you what, was, what what he testified to under oath in I, I, the Congressman, Oversight Committee Congressman, can I just there ask, are the facts. Go ahead. Do, okay, you do acknowledge Donald Trump it. lost the 2020 okay, election.
0: Okay. Hang, hang, hang on. Let me hear it right there. No, Donald Trump did not uh, lose the 2020 election. Joe Biden's illegitimate and stole it. Suck on that, and we're ascendant, and Trump's going to win, and we're coming back to the White House, and we're going to clean up this, uh, this uh, mess that you've made of this government, okay? It's a disgrace, and you're a disgrace, and the American people put it in your face last night. The humiliation, the humiliation, not just of Caitlin Collins, not just her humiliation or CNN and their humiliation. It was the humiliation of the mainstream media. The American people, citizens, average working class and middle class people laughed in their face, laughed in their face. And that's what remember the re, they don't. It's not Trump. They hate. They hate Trump because he gave you a seat at the table. And last night, their total meltdown, you're a cult. This was rigged. All of that is because of you, because of you. They understand Trump's back. But Trump re- represents something much bigger than himself. And that command presence last night put the fear of God in them. Boris Epstein, thoughts, observations.
2: Steve, thank you for having me.
3: Honored to be with you. Honored to be with the posse. Obviously a momentous day. A full spectrum dominant performance by President Trump last night. And it was politics. It was communications. And then vitally...
0: We just lost Boris. Okay, fine. I'll go back to my I'll go back to my diatribe. Let's see if we can get him back up. Although it's not urgent, I, I got to have a better connection. I don't want to do that again. I want to thank my crack team here. The little uh, the little perturbation we had in this segment earlier, I'll give you a full uh, uh, download on in the D block. So let's say where we are. Yesterday is an inflection point in uh, in the modern political history. You had and we're going to get into this more in the second hour you had a historic um, you had a historic uh, press conference from the Oversight Committee that went through, that went through specifically a vice President of the United States and his family selling you out to, for money, for cash money, uh, to our greatest enemies. And I've got the papers here this morning, the Financial Times of London, the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times. The only people that cover it are the only people that cover it are the are the Washington Times. And yesterday during it, not one C-SPAN didn't even cover it. MSNBC didn't cover it. Fox covered it. That was in, I think, Newsmax. Nobody covered it. Nobody want to talk about it. they tweeted out, you know, CNN, Politico, all of them. MSNBC looked down, not one tweet, not only they didn't cover it live, not one tweet, not one reporter even put up a Twitter, not from their official account, not one from their official accounts, not one tweet. But each one of them put two and three tweets out on George Santos. George Santos is noise. George Santos represents hey, with Santos when they know it's a key vote in the uh, in the House, they'll jump all over that and come up with all these administrative charges on him. But they've been years, and this is the key point. This is the key point about yesterday. The Treasury Department, the Justice Department, and the FBI have known this for years. This is all direct wire transfers. The laptop from hell came into the lap of Ray and Barr in, in 2019. They knew about even the more expanded role of, uh, was was CFC. The, the Chinese company, the One Belt, One Road, and the Biden's involvement in that. The apparatus has been protecting, like the Praetorian Guard in ancient Rome, they've been protecting the criminals, and they go off to Trump. Think of the whistleblower. They, the, the FBI was supposed to answer by noon yesterday. What did they do? They said shove it, not sending any documentation on the whistleblower. At all. And yet in the Zelensky situation, the Ukraine, on the perfect phone call, the whistleblower was held up as the golden child. Oh, the whistleblower had to bend down to the whistleblower law, the whistleblower protection. And I know for a fact from people that are very involved in this, the whistleblower in this situation is quite concerned for their life because they understand the thugs they're dealing with. And they understand the stakes of all of this. Last yesterday it was historic historic about the exposure of biden and they're going to double and triple down they're not going to cover it they're going to come after trump harder the performance last night of donald john trump means absolutely no doubt that they're going to roll with every possible indictment again and they're going to come up with some more they understand they cannot beat him at the ballot box they cannot beat the movement of they cannot beat maga at the ballot box it's not possible to defeat us we're undefeatable And they will use lawfare. They will use the apparatus. We now know the CIA was involved. Personnel of the CIA was involved in the suppression of the laptop from hell on the 51, the letters, the 51 intelligence executive sign. A crisis is before us and we're winning. Next in the war room. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third-world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders, the heroes, now Patriot Mobile's 100% US-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com/bannon. That's patriotmobile.com/bannon or call them at 878 patriot. That's 878 patriot. Get free activation today with the offer code bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is patriotmobile.com/bannon or call 878 patriot. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile, take action today.
1: The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology, no more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. This new one
3: looks pretty good. Really? Did you know Ron DeSantis backed deep cuts to Social Security and Medicare? Ron DeSantis? Yeah. He voted to cut Social Security or Medicare not once, not twice, but three times. DeSantis even tried to raise the retirement age to 70. I thought DeSantis was one of the good ones, but he's just another career politician. America needs Trump. Make America great again. Inc is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Okay, welcome back. We're going to get into more in the second hour, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about, as I just said, this historic uh, press conference from the Oversight Committee. We're going to have one of the members of the Oversight Committee join us to go through this. That's why yesterday's a historic day. started early. As I said, not one mainstream media covered it today. The Financial Times of London, the New York Times, the Washington Post, our beloved Wall Street Journal. The only people that had it on the cover, I told you, was the, was the Washington Times. We're going to get into all this. Then to end last night, and the hero, Donald Trump gave a command performance, but the heroes, the stars of that were the eight individuals that stood up and asked those questions, and that is why New Hampshire— is always been traditionally the earliest primary state, the curation of uh, the Granite staters, live free or die. Uh, today, a lot going on. We'll, talk, we'll be able to talk about it later in the second hour. Uh, Congressman Mace is going to join us in a little while. Uh, Alan Dershowitz is going to join us on some legal issues. We got uh, a very interesting, Rasmussen is going to join us on polling about the direction of the Oversight Committee and what the American people think about these uh, evolving scandals. I want to go to Dr. Mike Kim first dr. Kim field of Greens, uh brother, we need this more than ever. I know it's not an energy drink, but you got me off the energy drinks by it. Tell us about it. how do people get it, and why does it help? Why does it seem to help me with my energy in the morning?
3: Oh yeah, Steve, thanks for having me again. um you know that's a lot of people we've been using it as our midday energy versus using a cup of coffee It's done wonders and um I, it has to do with I, the, the micronutrients as well as the macronutrients that come from the full serving of fruits and vegetables. And I know that you've told me that you've had a boost of energy, um, and and it's been great to have other people that, have, uh, that we've shown up with on shows to tell us that the anecdotal data that we've had about canceling out either energy, energy drinks or coffee and using this as a replacement for energy has been great, despite it not being called an, an energy drink.
0: Uh, Tell us about why is this different, the other uh, stuff out there that says it's extracts. This is organic, and you don't use extracts. You use the real thing. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, so, you know, we've always tried to stay at the forefront of supplementation as well as nutraceuticals. So with this one, we looked around, and we saw a lot of uh, products that were created with extracts, and then we, we kind of were like, hey, look, why don't we make this into a whole foods um, and, and break that down, and shut up of vegetables and fruits, and bring that into the into the picture. So we just, us, us, just as a company, just staying um, staying in the forefront and pushing forward as our as our customers have been asking for new and progressive um, products.
0: Doctor Kim, how do people how do people get this? How do they get to how do they get to field of greens? Because you know, there's other competitors out there that I know are carpet bombing. Cable television. We're a proponent of this because everybody knows I make I make a lot of bad I make as you know Dr. Kim I make a lot of bad food decisions right here in the war room. We're not always good, so that's why field of greens is so important. How do people get it?
3: Yeah, you know we've been going back to your your, your health comment, um, Steve. You know we've we like I said we've been trying to stay at the forefront of what our customers are asking for and what we think is coming um, coming up for the future. And you know weight loss, overall health has been a huge. Topic recently, especially when it comes to, you know, overall health with diabetes and obesity. You know, so we've also stayed in front of that, and our customers have asked for a product, a weight loss product that we've been able to, we created that's been doing well. It's called Lean. But when it comes to the Field of Green, um, to help everybody get started, we got 15% off your first order. Um, get another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. And you can visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. And that's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon.
0: Dr. Mike Kemp, thank you very much. We're going to talk about this also in the second hour. This is, uh, this is, I love this product, and you guys have done a great job. Great benefit. Thank you, Dr. Kemp, for coming thank on. You I appreciate, you. It. appreciate it. Feel the Greens. Make sure, thank you go, you. make sure you go check it out today. Okay, I got, We have our next guest. I want to play a cold open. Let's hit it.
7: This is what we know today. Money flowed from the Chinese Communist Party, aligned with, uh, with individuals into American shell companies, and then that money was wired and transferred to Biden family members. This could be the most corrupt scheme in American politics where a sitting vice president, where we saw members of his family, nine members so far, there may be more, that were enriched from countries all over the world. And we're providing more information about Romania today. We know about China. We know that the president denied this during an election in 2020, continues to deny it to this day. And we want uh, everyone held accountable if they have, they have violated their oath of office. Um, we shouldn't have folks that are in office that are betraying their oath of office. We shouldn't have people in office that are betraying their country. If they're paying loads of cash to their family members from adversaries of ours around the world, it's wrong. Whether you have a, a Republican or a Democrat by your name. DOJ needs to get off its ass and investigate. We've done the work for them so they can't screw it up now. These Alex people didn't come to Hunter Biden because he understood world politics or that he was experienced in it or that he understood Chinese businesses. They wanted him for the access his last name gave them. Access to the Chinese Communist Party they couldn't otherwise
4: get.
0: We welcome Congressman Nancy Mace. Uh, you're a graduate of the Citadel, uh, one of the finest military academies in the world and a very tough place. Thank you. The first female graduate. we just got a minute here. When Nancy May says betrayed their country, what do you mean by that?
7: Well, when you have nine members of your family being paid off by communist China, corrupt officials in Romania, uh, that's wrong. And I don't care if you – I call the balls There's one
0: thing to be wrong. Mm-hmm. There's another thing – look you went to one of the finest military institutions in the world when you use the phrase betrayed their country that's not saying it's wrong that's saying it's wrong to the highest level
7: right this was a pay to play scheme is what we're looking at most most corrupt scheme in american politics where there's a revolving door as your vice president uh, as you take meetings with your sons business associates that's getting paid tens of millions of dollars i've seen the suspicious activity reports now we presented four banks records from four banks there are up to a dozen maybe more this is just a t- of the iceberg.
0: Hang on, we're taking a 90-second break. Congressman Nancy Mace is uh, in the House, and we're going to ask her when we get back in 90 seconds. She's a pretty tough ombre, but she was actually shaking yesterday to the core. We're going to ask her all about that, and also about the mainstream media, why they have uh, I would say suppressed this. 90 seconds, back in the warm in just a moment. ...speaker, and you
6: are Cause <laughs> we're taking down the CCP